Hello, welcome back to Not Another Sneaker Podcast. I'm trying some new inflections right now. We're having a little fun in the podcast studio before the podcast even gets underway. Um, and I said podcast like eight different times in that sentence, so we're having fun already. <laughs> My name is Jake Willard. I'm the engagement editor for the Daily Emerald, joined as always in studio by Mr. Julian Osius. Julian, what you rocking on feet today, dude? Casual day today. Uh, I've been feeling the Adidas vibe lately, so I'm wearing some Adidas Alpha Bounces today in the original Forging Iron colorway. It's like one of my favorite shoes just ever for just casual wear. Uh, super comfy, uh, cheap. They were like 100 bucks or something like that when they came out. Yeah, I got them in like New York or something like that. Just went to like uh, the Manhattan Foot Locker on the day of release because for some reason I thought these were going to be super hype and they just weren't. Which you, is, you never know with Adidas though. Yeah, seriously. And they were kind of, they had like a turtle dove Yeezy type of colorway. So I was like, all right, let me like safe than sorry. I went early in the morning got my shoes happy and uh yeah i've had i beat the the crap out of them at this point i just i just love these shoes i really do what are you what are you rocking today what do you rock i'm kind of in the same boat honestly just a casual comfy shoe i got on the the og colorway of the nike epic react i was a big believer in this shoe from the get-go i mean like i've mentioned first and foremost i'm a runner um and so a lot of my shoe preferences have kind of come from the performance side so i was super intrigued by the technology and foam that nike was going to implement and I feel like I really wanted to test, everyone is always saying like, oh, this Nike new technology is going to rival Boost, and then that new technology is going to rival Boost. And uh, this, I would say that the Epic React, besides the 4% foam, that's that's more made for running, but obviously not as durable. Um, besides that, the Epic React is Nike's closest bet to Ultra Boost. Um, super comfy. I like that. It has a little more structure to it. Um, me as a runner, just like to have that structure in my shoe. So uh, the OG colorway, the, the navy blue with the yellow and the pink. And it was funny because it's definitely playing off of Adidas's OG colorway of the Ultra Boost. So, uh, big shot. Concord grape type of thing. Yeah, honestly. So, I mean, I love them. I wear them a lot and I've beaten them to death at this point. And they're going to come back a little bit later in the podcast eventually. So, I thought it would be fitting to wear. Anyway, but yeah, so that's what we're rocking on feet today. We got a lot of stuff we're going to get through. And we actually have a special little segment. We did some on the street interviewing this week. So, that, that'll be fun to get to. Um, and so, we'll throw that in at the end. But, uh, Julian, to start, we got some very futuristic-looking shoes uh, we want to talk about. Jordan brand, kind of looking into the future a little bit with some of the new Nike technologies. They've got the Apex Utility, which has some React foam in it, and it kind of looks like a Jordan 1 bread. Um, they have the Jordan React just shoes in general, and they have a 720 that they're kind of toying around with. And Jordan's just kind of taking that step into the future with the new technologies. And what seems to be in right now with shoes is that futuristic vibe. Um I mean, Julian, do you think that this is too much of an attempt of Jordan brand to go into the future? Or, I mean, what do you what do you think of these? Uh, I think it's another attempt from Jordan. Uh, they're always trying to push something new out that's not part of the actual, like, numbered Jordan line. And they've, for the most part, struggled besides, like, some few highlights, like the, the Jordan 6 rings, well, like, 10 years ago now. And then um, the Jordan Future was relatively successful when it first came out and then tapered off after they saturated the colorways, which... It seems like Nike and Adidas and Jordan love doing. They all love doing they that. They love saturating this market, which is kind of annoying. And then the shoes that we want them to, they don't. So, you know. But <laughs> anyway. I, yeah, I think it's cool. I mean, it, it's them trying to make some technology improvements and like actually be a lifestyle shoe that's comfortable. Mm-hmm. Not all people think Jordans are comfortable, and some are. It's like a preference thing, really. They're not meant to be comfortable. It's meant to like look good. Yeah, or, they're a performance based for the yeah, most part. Yeah, exactly. And so. These are going to be comfortable off, like on the, on the streets and stuff. Yeah, so these are going to be comfortable like on the streets for streetwear 
and it's going to be like, I don't think it's that fire or anything. I wouldn't, I'm definitely not buying a pair. They're probably going to be like $200. But I mean, it, it kind of is what it is. Mm-hmm. I feel like with the technology stuff, like Nike usually likes to chart, like Adidas is definitely like the Yeezy Boost, the reason they were so expensive because it was all their best technology in one shoe. Um, and I'm sure Nike or Jordan brand are going to try to do something similar. I want to talk specifically about the the Apex utility. That was the first one that we kind of got a glimpse of at the end of 2018 and people just like, huh. It was interesting, and it was coming right off of the hype of the um, the Element React. That shoe has kind of the trans, and like we got this in the Zoom Fly a little bit, also that kind of like see through material on the upper, so you could kind of like it wasn't all the way see through; it was kind of translucent, so you kind of got a glimpse of like if you're wearing colorful socks under there, you can see them, um, or what if you're not, same thing. Um, so that that was kind of a concept that really took off with the Zoom Fly, but really got popular with the Element React, and so this Apex utility that Jordan Brand's putting out has kind of a translucent like looked like material on the upper but then underneath it it's got the jordan one bread colorway that's probably the coolest in the pack just because like it's got that nod to the jordan like a classic jordan silhouette um and, and the classic colorway going back again to what we talked about jordan brand loving to use that chicago colorway chicago s colors so this is this is definitely an interesting shoe um yeah i'm not i'm not buying either it's I think it's it's going to be interesting to see how they they are received by the public, and it's going to be interesting to watch going forward. Um, Expect them at your local Nike outlet in <laughs> five months. But it's a cool concept. Predicting but. the future a little bit. So yeah. anyway, this is the story. We want to kind of jump onto this. So this is kind of old news at this point, but it's just finally coming to fruition today. So today we're recording this podcast on, it is March 8th, and so today is International Women's Day. Um, I'm sure you guys have all seen on social media, so it's been really cool to see all the the cool stories being shared. But back, I think it was in 2018, uh, the end of 2018, we heard about Steph Curry receiving a letter from this young female fan. uh, Her name is Riley Morrison, and she said that she was disappointed that the the Curry 6, she was a big Steph Curry fan, and was disappointed that the Curry 6 was not available in women's or or female uh, girl sizing. And so Steph, as Steph and Under Armour were really quick to jump on that and like, oh yeah, we got to make sure it's available for kids and for, for women and for little girls. And and so just today, uh, they announced it was a, is a collaboration with uh, Riley Morrison on a, a Curry 6. It's a, it's a purple colorway and on the inside, the insole, it has like her designs, her writing on it. Um, and it's just a really cool story. And to see that Under Armour is falling through on that was really cool. Julian, do you think this is... I mean, it's obviously it's very timely. Like International Women's Day, is kind of makes sense to release. Um, but like, this is something we don't see a lot of. Like, I think Under Armour just like being able to jump on the boat so quick, and Steph Curry is an athlete having a say in what's going on. Like, what do you think of this whole thing? And do you think this is a, is a pretty cool uh, story overall? Yeah, um, I think it's really cool. First and foremost, that Steph. I don't know if he's the one who opened the letter or somebody who works for him or whoever it might be, but he was given this letter was receptive to the message that this girl was like asking and it was a valid thing there were no women's colorways and no sizes for for girls and uh she wanted to wear some Steph Curry's because that's her that was her favorite player so it's cool that she's getting this big like a gesture after that that sweet letter that she sent and I'm sure she sent it with no like true hope that something was going to come of it but you know you you never know until you, you write it and you send it and so it's it's awesome that this has come about, and like some of the proceeds I think are going to like a a new like scholarship fund. I don't know if it's just for girls in general or just her. I'm not a protector, you know. I'm not sure, but um, it's it's cool. The, the colorway's fine. I'm sure um, 
this will sell pretty well, honestly, just because of like the story around it. And then hopefully a lot of girls will get some use out of it. And yeah. maybe this will help like promote some women's basketball a little bit. Who knows? Honestly, I mean, it's just like the, the story is great. The concept is great. I'm, it's just really cool to see that Under Armour is willing to, to jump on it and, and Steph was willing to jump on it. And uh, it's just cool to see when sneakers can really have that message um, and really stand for something more and mean something more. I feel like I'm, I'm a big believer that it doesn't matter what shoes you have on your feet. Like each shoe has a story. Um, that's, that's different from each person. Like for me, it's like, or I guess for broad example, if you're wearing shoes to a party or whatever, say you're a college student, you're going to a party, you have your beater shoes that you wear out to the bars or whatever. Like those shoes are still going to have memories in them. Like, yes, they're your beaters, but they're, there's always going to be that story. And it's fun to kind of hear the stories behind shoes. And when we actually can visually see it in the shoe, that's something that's really, really powerful in my opinion. So Always a lot of fun. Completely agree. Completely agree. Yeah. What's the story? That's a shoe that you have, Jude. I want to. I'm curious. A shoe that you have that has probably like a really, really good story attached to it. That might not be necessarily something that's hype. Um. Honestly, the shoes I have on feet have like a pretty important meaning to me. Um. So again, I'm wearing the, the Alpha Bounce Forging Irons, and when I got these in New York, it was the only shoe that I wanted when I went up there, and I just sold a bunch of shoes, so I had some extra money and wanted to sell some stuff or buy some stuff. And so I wound up buying these, and on the way back, driving back from New York, uh, my family and I, uh, we, we were driving back to Florida, and we actually got into a really bad car accident, and uh, the car got totaled, and, you know, the, the car was, like, in this little, like, pond-type thing. So for whatever reason, in my, like, scattered brain, just trying to, like, figure out what to do, like, with this car toppled over, I just grab a bunch of stuff, and, like, I, for some reason, I grabbed this box of shoes, and then I grabbed, like, my mom's purse and stuff like that, and I, I tried to grab my phone. I think I lost it. I think that phone, like, went flying oh. out a window or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, so I grabbed the shoes, and it was, like, kind of strange because the only thing that, like, didn't get damaged was me. I was not hurt at all in this accident somehow. I've, I have no idea, I did, like, how. My parents were both, like, pretty hurt. Nothing too crazy, but um, but I had, like, a scratch on me. And then the shoes had nothing. Everything else was soaked, like beaten, you know, because we did some tumbles and stuff. And, um, yeah, and so it was kind of a, a interesting thing that I just happened to grab this one other thing that, like, was, like, pristine and I got out. And so I'm just like, I'm going to keep these shoes. And, you know, I have, like, this memory with them. It's not the best memory, but it's, it's something that I know – it can like withstand a lot. Yeah. And uh, the shoes can too, I guess. A hundred percent. And like, I'm really glad that everyone's okay. Uh, your family are all alive now and everything as well. So, I mean, that's, it's always a powerful to hear those stories and like, I'm glad you could, you're willing to share that with yeah. us. So yeah. It's that was a few cool. years ago now. And you know, I, I think it's just cool that a shoe can have like some sort of memory like that attached to it. Like yeah. you were saying. A hundred percent. And I think the, the one that comes to mind, I'll just be quick on it. Like, uh, I, I talked about that the first shoe that really got me into sneakers was the LeBron 3 in the home colorway. Parents bought that for me, went out of their way to buy that for me to play basketball in, and I love that shoe so much. And I was able to come up on a pair in my size right now, men's size 8.5 on eBay, for relatively cheap because the the glue on the bot, like the sole was coming off, the glue had come undone. So I had to re-glue them and, and all that stuff. And so they're definitely like not very wearable because of the glue. I didn't do a good job of gluing. I didn't try to get anyone professional to do yeah. it. But just the fact that like, I could have that shoe, because I wish I still had like the baby, like the little the kid version. version yeah. I think it's either buried in my garage at home or we got rid of them a long time ago because they're pretty beat. But 
um, just being able to have that shoe that is really sentimental to me and like my parents went out of their way. So it's, it's just kind of, was, every shoe's got a story and it's fun yeah, to ask people those stories. Um, if you have any, let us know. For yeah. any, it doesn't matter what shoe. It could be a Nike runner. It could be a piece of Skechers, Converse. It could a be a pair Jordan. of flip-flops. It, I don't care. Yeah. If you have a story, let us know. I mean, that's stuff that we love to talk about, especially because that's, that's kind of a way you can like learn a little bit about somebody. Just yeah. like what, what's important to them, all yeah. that. Yeah. Shoes are special and it's a lot of fun. Another shoe we want to touch on real quick, there is a woman's exclusive pair of Air Jordan 1s. The women have been getting a lot of the best colorways this year. Absolutely. So luck, lucky lucky them, big time. But there's a pair of black and white Jordan 1s coming out. The panda colorway is what they're touting it, and it looks like it has panda fur on it. Um, <laughs> Julian, you said that these shoes are just straight ice, straight gas. And- yeah, they are They are gas. Uh, they're really, really cool. It's the same like colorway and color blocking as the just the, the black and white Jordan 1s, which is one of the original colorways, which is really cool to me in general. And then, like, to add this, like, fur on it, and it, it doesn't look, like, too gaudy. It's not, like, yeah. coming just out or anything. Just a little slight But slight it's just bit. some fur on the black and to call it a panda. I don't know. It's really cool. Uh, shout out to one of our friends, August Rasky, Panda Queen. If I could, I'd get you these. Please buy these shoes, August. Yeah, you should. You need them. Honestly, All-American August Rasky. All-American. Uh, volleyball team. Big deal. So, yeah, Panda 1s, pretty cool. Le- this has been the year of the LeBron. The LeBron shoe has been all over the place this year. Um, we got two new LeBrons coming out. Um, the LeBron 3 is getting the retro treatment in his high school colorway, which is really cool. And then there's also the, the LeBron 16. They're calling it the medicine ball. It uh, looks like the Bo Jackson air trainer with the straps over the middle and the color blocking and everything. Really, really cool, executed, con- well-executed concept. So be on the lookout for those. I mean, Julian, you you said you said it yourself. This has kind of been a good year for LeBron. Lots of good colorways and silhouettes coming out. The last two years, I think, have been awesome. Ever since they brought out the LeBron watch, right? Where they kind of do exactly what they're doing with this medicine ball. They take like an old shoe or something that's inspired LeBron and kind of add it to his uh, silhouette for the current year. Uh, it's been awesome. I mean, we've seen it with Ken Griffey, which we've touched on before, and now with the Bo Jackson trainer. We've seen it with just other shoes. He, he's done it to his own shoe. He put right. like a like a one like a zoom one colorway on the fifteen model last year, mm-hmm. and that was awesome. Well, then this year we saw what the the, the Watch the Thrones like yeah, a exactly, nine on a sixteen exactly colorway, the Watch so. the Thrones and just the LeBron. They've been doing a really good job with the LeBrons the last two years, just making them like street wearable again. And and I think he probably has a big voice in that. I think he was excited to get back into that because the the earlier models were so not street like designed but they looked good rocking and i think he wanted to get back to that yeah because i think definitely the 15 16 look more basketball like they're they're steps in the right direction from what it was like they were strictly for the court but now like 15s and 16s have a little bit more lifestyle influence on it but the early days of lebron's like it was kind of like equivalent of Jordan almost like you could wear those on the, on the streets and it'd be great. Like whereas lifestyle shoes and it'd be awesome. So uh, it's cool to see they're kind of getting back to that and they're being self-referential with it and like bringing back some of his original colorways onto this stuff. And uh, it's been a lot of fun to see. And um, I really hope they keep it up. And I mean, LeBron's his own guy and he's like, the, he does his own style, but I really hope maybe like KD or some of the other Nike athletes or maybe even Adidas guy, like, like mm-hmm. Damian Lillard, they start, um, doing stuff like this, kind of incorporating old shoes yeah. or old things that they really like into the, um, a particular yeah. silhouette. I and, think that would be really cool. And we've seen that a little bit with 
uh, the colorways of the Why Not O2s with Russell Westbrook. I mean, that's been cool, like his childhood stuff on his shoe. So it's like when the athlete gets more creativity with his model, it, it just turns out well. I mean, it doesn't, even if it doesn't, even look if it doesn't good, like look as yeah. good, it, it has like, again, some sentimental meaning. Yeah. If not to us, to the, to the athlete, and I think that's just important to have. People love when there's a good story attached to a shoe before they even buy it. Like that's something that I think a lot of sneakerheads can attest to. Like if if the marketing of the shoe, whether it be Nike, Adidas, Puma, whoever it is, like if they're marketing it right and they're telling the story right with each silhouette or each shoe, like people people buy into that um, really strongly. So it's really cool to see when it's well executed. And I think they've been crushing it with the LeBrons. Um, and I think it's funny that we kind of talk about this and that messaging behind it, but uh adidas is we have to mention them at least once an episode we try to at least but they're they're doing some interesting things to kind of bring the yeezy 350 model back to its former glory like there was a day when every time they'd sell out well they still kind of sell out relatively quick but like they would sell out instantly resell was insane like everybody wanted everyone wanted the demand was insane um and so there are three colorways of the yeezys coming out um there's like a clay colorway there's uh, the the uh, remind it's me of called, the other two. It's called like True Form, True Form, which is like the clay but gray, mm-hmm. and then the Hyperspace, which is like a blue tinted, mm-hmm. see through like static type. Yeah. Video. So this, this is the V3, is what everyone's calling it. The one, the Yeezy with the stripe, the translucent stripe through the through the shoe. Um, so these three colorways are all releasing on March 16th. Um, with a super strange release they're, schedule, they're, they're doing it regionally. Um, so, and, and we're not talking like New York, Chicago originally. We're talking in the, the hyperspace are releasing in like Asia and Africa. And then the clay are North and South America. And I think the true form is just Europe. Europe, 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 and, Europe, Europe. and Africa also, I think. Mm-hmm. That's like the strangest way to get a hype out of a shoe I've heard in a while. But to be fair, like back in the early days of like Nike SB, like the when we talk about the Pigeon Dunks, like that was a, a regional shoe. Like that was made, that was the New York shoe. There was also a Paris shoe. And then like those shoes, like that pack was the same thing. It was a regional release and it turned out to be one of the more hyped SB releases ever. And so like it's it's not like it has not been done before. It's just interesting that this is the first time they're ever doing it for a Yeezy shoe. And so, obviously, each colorway is exclusive to their region. So, if you're a Yeezy collector and you want to get every single colorway of the you Yeezy, have some good plugs. Yeah, you need to have people. No people or some across the world. Cash. It's something like that because the resale is going to be might be back up there. We we don't know yet. Obviously, they haven't released, and um, we don't know how bad the Yeezy pool has been diluted. But uh, it's just very interesting to see that they're trying to bring some life back. I think they realize like we lost some hype in, in Yeezy. We need to bring it back. So this is their attempt at that. <coughs> I saw that coming, and I should have waited. <laughs> so it's interesting to see that Adidas realizes that the hype behind the Yeezys is kind of flustering a little bit, so they're trying to revitalize it by doing these regional releases. So it's it's interesting. To, it's going to be interesting to see. We'll what definitely happens. see if this this attempt works out. I kind of hope it does. I, I, I would like hope. I would like some hype back into the Yeezy. I mean, in general, the, and the colorways are unique. These are the best colorways they've done in a while. I'd say. Yeah, um, there, there, there's something. Yeah, it's not just tonal, which is nice, right? And it's interesting because like the 350 started off, V2 started off as just all black with the different colored stripes, and then they started to go away from that, and then now they're going completely into this like, like V3. I don't know. So it's like there hasn't been much change. They like to keep it like exhaust it, and then they'll move on to something else. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, so now we're gonna jump into. So this is the part we talked about. It was a little special. So we had the opportunity to interview. Uh, the co-founder of this new sneaker website called Rescue. 
and that's R-E-S-K-U.co. Uh, that is their website. And so we were able to talk to the co-founder, Liz. Um, she, they had a booth at the, on the University of Oregon campus at the Herb Memorial Union. Uh, they were taking sneaker donations. They were spinning the wheel. People get discounts on their website. And it's basically they resell Nike shoes that have been returned. So they buy shoes from Nike that have been returned and then they sell them, they clean them up and then they'll sell them and they never will sell, they never will sell for more than retail. And most of the time it's about 40 to 50% off retail as is, um, which is a really cool concept, especially for us, I think as college students. And I think throughout this podcast, we've been really emphasizing like there are ways to be, get cool sneakers and be a sneakerhead and still save money and be frugal about it and we talk about mercari and things like that but this is a new new website and so we were very fortunate we got to talk with liz um on the streets so we're going to throw to that interview right now um me and julian on the streets with the co-founder of rescue liz so we're here at the rescue booth here uh, at the EMU. They're here on campus today. Uh, we're here with Liz, uh, and you're one of the co-founders am, of, yes. of Rescue. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about like the background of how you got the company started and why you wanted to start it here in Portland, Oregon? Yeah, sure. So the team really formed um, because of a passion among all of us for not only resale, but um, obviously sneakers. So it's like the, it's the marriage of the two that led to this, the, the birth of this site. So we're all thrifters. We all, you know, love that feeling of like the score when you find something you want at an amazing value. Absolutely. And so that kind of led to, yeah, that led to the creation of it and the direction that we wanted to follow. And so ultimately, Portland, Oregon is right in Nike's backyard. um, And being able to start that connection with Nike, can you tell us a little bit about what that process was like and what you kind of do with your connection with Nike as in relating to selling the shoes ultimately? Yeah, Yeah, sure. So our connection to Nike right now is limited to um, just the supply. Mm -hmm. And so we're buying Nike's returns directly from them, Mm -hmm. um, which obviously helps us with um, our authenticity. So counterfeits are a huge issue right now in the sneaker world. Absolutely. Um, We're combating that with that direct relationship but we're buying them in bulk. Um, they come to us in huge cardboard boxes, uh, unshoe boxed. Um, so we've referred to them as shoe pinatas. Um, they're really fun to go through. Like you can imagine, our team just kind of like swarms around them whenever they come in. Um, and yeah, from there, we're our team has kind of built um, our own system in order to get all the data uh, for those shoes. And then we're um, collecting all those attributes, you know, like product copy, yeah. um, original retail, etc. And then using that to um, create the products in the in our database, photographing them, and then listing them for sale. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, what are some like sneakers you get really excited to see in these pinatas? Yeah. Oh, um, honestly, I kind of want to like let you guys come upon them and like encourage everyone to sign up for our drops. Mm-hmm. We're doing um, a drop every Friday, oh, wow. and we have some really sick shoes coming up. Um, every once in a while, one comes through, and it's like, holy crap, that is like pure gold. Um, so we have a drop tomorrow. Ooh, okay. I encourage everyone. I don't know when this launches, but uh, mm-hmm. again, every Friday, we're doing some really awesome stuff. That's cool, because like all of our podcasts come out on Friday, so it's oh, like, cool. watch the podcast, check out Rescue. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. What time really did cool. it come out on Friday? Um, I think they're, they launch at 10 a.m. Um, yeah. Okay. 10. But also, uh, if you sign up for our email list, mm-hmm. you can sign up by size. 
and you'll actually be alerted every time we get a new item. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're, they're called fresh finds. Okay. And we're sending those emails once a week. So we're not going to like inundate your inbox. Yeah. Um, but uh, keep you up to date. Exactly. Yeah. And I know that you guys have gotten some really cool shoes come through. I know you had a bunch of hyper adapts. You had one pair in my size yeah. that sold out and I didn't get to get them, but uh, that was kind of cool. And then you had some Don C stuff come through. Um, yeah. And so like having like that mixture of like the hype stuff with the cool just general stuff, like yeah. do you see like an interesting diversity of, of like people shopping on your site and everything? 100%. Yeah. So it's been really interesting for us to see like, um, especially when that heat drops where we assume that the site is going to tilt that way. Mm-hmm. And the reality is that we're kind of a swoosh for everyone, which is really important to us. Yeah. Um, we want you to come and again, like kind of discover seekers and start testing them out and in a low risk way. Um, we're, we offer free shipping for your return. So we want this to be like a seamless experience, mm-hmm. super convenient, but also, um, with like no pretension. Uh, we want you, you know, we're, we're here to help. We really are pushing, um, our personal service and the kind of concierge service mm-hmm. to help you find what you're looking for, no matter what heat level is according to the public. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. That's, and that's something we kind of preach on our uh, podcast too. Uh, it doesn't really matter what like Jake or I or whoever else might think if, if you like the shoe exactly yeah yeah Yeah. uh, especially when it's uh a pretty gently used shoe yeah like 50 percent off or 40 percent or whatever it is that's pretty good it's cool pretty good deal so if you're coming to us for sport you're coming to us for lifestyle like we're gonna help you find the nike for you yeah and that's super cool and that's something that is i feel like very important right now because it's like within sneakers it's like it's kind of blown up like we've, we talk about this a lot on the podcast like it's kind of getting to this point where people who don't necessarily haven't been sneakerheads for a long time are starting to see this is something that's big and they're getting into it so like the fact that they can get them for cheap from you guys like is, is a really big thing because you can provide to those people like an outlet in but also it's like you can get them cheap and you can just have fun with it at the same time and really encourage that diy exactly. aspect it's actually one of our brand promises so we'll never be over retail mm-hmm. again we want to keep this we want to keep sneakers fun yeah and um yeah kind of like help budding sneakerheads learn about it yeah in, a, in an easier way yeah that's really cool what you guys are doing thanks um, you have any last uh do you plan on opening up to any other uh companies like going to adidas or puma or anything like that yeah we're thinking about it now it's definitely like on a roadmap trying to make this like the best service that we could we could possibly offer mm-hmm. and we think other brands would be helpful for that also trying to open up to apparel is on the okay. roadmap yeah just you know trying to be like a one-stop shop really yeah and i think having nike like being the first one in that shoes that, that proves that like this company has potential and can really grow which yeah is really cool exactly it's, yeah. been a, it's been a fun one to test with yeah i believe it yeah cool and then so basically you want to give any final shout out to people like what they can expect from you guys where you hope to go just last parting thoughts um people. yeah i mean we've had a total blast in the last six months we're so excited for the future um our favorite thing to do is talk to customers um so we encourage anyone to reach out with questions feedback yeah uh we're building this with you so please remember that yeah absolutely sweet uh social medias you want to shout out yeah absolutely oh, yeah. so we're rescue.co it's our social for um twitter instagram facebook but uh yeah, and the site, rescue.co. Yep. All right, guys. Well, check them out. Liz, thank you so much for coming on yeah, the podcast. And so we hope you guys continue to grow and have cool shoes. So. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks again. Thank you. Yeah, big thank you to Liz and uh, Rescue for giving us the time to interview and learn more about their company. It's a really cool concept, uh, being able to buy pretty much brand new sneakers f- straight from Nike, pretty much. Uh, they buy them from Nike, clean them up. And, yeah, it's, it's really awesome. Again, we've... Uh, We've like to we like to save money on our shoes, and sometimes they get some really good stuff. 
on Fridays. Yeah, Fridays I think are their big drop days. Um, and I think that's what Liz says in the interview. So they get they save their hypest stuff for those days, um, and they try to make a big deal. So they really encourage people to sign up for the email list to be notified when those drops happen first. Um, and they've gotten some like they've gotten some some hyper adapts, um, which are the auto the Nike's first generation auto lacing shoe. Um, some Don C Air Force Ones. They um, got the uh, the Supreme Air Force Ones today. Hype. In, in like a size 10 or something like that. So they got some good sizes on these shoes too. Yeah, absolutely. So good sizes, good prices. Like I said, never over retail. So even for the hype stuff, they're, they're giving you the good deals, which is uh, pretty cool to see. Um, and it's just a really cool concept. I mean, we both, like after we talked to them, we went and looked at their site for quite a while. Lots of good shoes on there, lots of good stuff. Um, good variability for men, women, children. I mean, a little bit of something for everyone. I mean, it's got good like trainers at really good deals, or it's just got some hype stuff or some lifestyle stuff. A little bit of everything. So it's it's a really cool concept, and we're really excited that they gave us the time to talk, and um, we're definitely going to be checking out their site, I think, a little more, try to get some good deals if we can. But yeah, I mean, big thank you to, to Liz and Rescue. That was really cool. Definitely go check out their website, rescue.co. That's R-E-S-K-U dot co. Um, so go check them out, see what they're all about. And that's about everything I think we had to talk about today, right? Yeah, absolutely. It was a cool interview. Uh, happy we got to change things up a little bit. Check out that website and let us know what you think of it mm-hmm. um, because we, we think it's pretty cool and we've been telling you guys about different ways to get cheap shoes. So let us know what your favorite way to get cheap shoes are. And, uh, and consider checking them out. Yeah, seriously. And if we haven't talked about a specific way that you know of, let us know. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think for for this week, for our sticker giveaway, we're going to make the word rescue, R-E-S-K-U. So if you comment on Instagram at not another sneaker, you can win a sticker. So comment rescue. And shout out to last week's winner, which is uh, YouGust on, on Instagram. <laughs> YouGust10. Uh, YouGust10. Uh, shout out for uh, Thank, listening yeah. to the content and uh, commenting, and we'll be getting your sticker shortly. Yeah, get ready for it. It's going to be fun. Uh, we want to see we want to see you rep it. We want to send us a picture. It's going to be fun. Um, so yeah, we're picking a winner every week, so definitely listen, share with your friends, uh, and you can win a sticker. But that's about everything we had to talk about. It's been fun, as always, and next week will be our term finale. Um, so we've got a very special podcast coming, so be on the lookout so for that. It's a like really good one. If That's the one to listen to next honestly, week, honestly. You're, you're going to be happy you, you did, um, and you're going to feel very inspired. That's all I'm going to say. So, yeah. Uh, with that being said, I'm Jake Willard. And I'm Julian Osius. Uh, catch you on release day. See you later. <laughs> hey, I'm sick. I'm gonna sneeze on you. That's my brother did my sister. He really? Oh no. Re, re, re. Collective re. <coughs> can I get some re's in the chat? <laughs> can I get some? Can I get some pogs in the chat? <laughs> get some f's in the chat. F in the chat. What does the F in this chat stand for? I never, I always get mixed up. So, isn't that salute? There, yeah. So, there is, um, in one of the Call of Duty games, I think it was Ghost. I okay. I actually say anything, but they're done. Okay. Um, and called. It's good. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. In Call of Duty Ghost, if you oh, hit boof on something, it's yeah. like F. F. <laughs> Classic. All right. Anyone, All right. Let's do this again. <clears throat> I'll just start it over. Yeah. All right, we're good? Mm -hmm. Okay.